Technicolor Beat by O Wonder. What's up? What's Technicolor with ya? This is Matt on day 16 of 30 Days of Love, created by Amy Leo with Intention Inspired. And today's intention is I am dynamic. I am waking up to the logic of my natural feelings. So today, let's explore effective ways to approach the conflict and uncomfortable emotions that arise in our relationships. So here is Amy, giving us a little heads up on what we are about to dive into. Welcome to day 16. Today is a follow-up from yesterday's exploration. And the intention for today is dynamic. So although our human experience is dynamic, in the sense of we're feeling many different sensations and emotions on a regular basis. The process by which that happens is consistent, it's predictive, and it happens the same way for every human being on this planet. Regardless of what the different emotions are, the process is the same. And this is really helpful to see. One possible implication for this is that more grace and ease and love becomes second nature in your primary relationships. Again, it goes back to what we explored yesterday, that when we misunderstand something at a fundamental level, that we engage in many frivolous, irrelevant, and sometimes even harmful activities because we don't understand the process by which something occurs. Take a listen to today's Going Deeper section and see what you can uncover for yourself. Oh, goody. Looking forward to it. But first, before we dive deep into our Going Deeper section, let us prime the mind, heart, soul with a little affirmation you can repeat after me out loud or in your head. I am dynamic. Characterized by constant change, activity, and progress. I am energy in action. Full of possibilities. Even when I am experiencing an energy I don't want or like, I can see the truth that those sensations will always pass. I am unapologetically dynamic. All right. Going into our going deeper section, 
We've got uh, a few minutes of Amy bringing us into the deep dive of dynamic. Here we go. Yesterday, we highlighted an inconsistency in the way many of us navigate the world. Do you remember the two opposing theories? Number one was, my feelings are coming from situations and other people. And the second was, my feelings are coming from my attitude, i.e. way of thinking about situations and other people. Now, if you imagine we have two boxes and on the right side, we list those two ways of conceptualizing where our feelings come from. Then on the left side, we label one way and we write down, my feelings are coming from interpretation, i.e. thought in the moment. Is it clearer now which one is true? On the right side, sometimes the interpretive, individualized, personal filter that every human being uses to navigate their life from the cradle to the grave is completely disregarded. In feelings are coming from situations and other people, thought with a big T is not factored in at all to our human experience on the right side. And this is just not true. It's illogical for our experience to work this way sometimes and other times not work this way. So let's define thought a little bit more. Thought, when I'm talking about it, isn't man-made. It's an interpretive often unconscious energy and unconscious power that we have as human beings. It's a birthright of sorts. And it's something we can't turn on or shut off, just like we can't choose whether or not to be around germs. And in this way, thought and feeling are always two sides of the same coin. They are fundamentally inseparable. Now, of course, We can believe that our thoughts and feelings are separate artificially. We can believe anything we want, and humans have throughout time. But there are consequences and implications for believing untruths in our lives. Just like the faulty cause of germs led to the death of countless women during childbirth, with our current misunderstanding, it's no wonder that so many of us struggle and suffer when it comes to love and relationships. However, when a logic, a systemic truth is discovered, things change for people. Just like with germs, when the real cause of infection was discovered to be germs and physicians acted in accordance with that, the childbirth mortality rate plummeted. Similarly. When it comes to love and relationships, just by waking up to the logic, the truth of where your feelings come from, time and time again, you're going to forget and you're going to remember. That's part of being a dynamic human being, but it's profoundly helpful in the remembering, in the seeing deeply the logic and truth of where feelings come from. For instance, I come across this a lot in my work. 
that suddenly someone doesn't feel as close to a partner or a loved one. Perhaps they've been getting into arguments lately, or they have a feeling of boredom or discontent or questioning if he or she is the one. Now, when any of us believe that our feelings, our sense of worthiness, and our sense of love in particular is coming from someone else, it's frightening. At the very least, it's stressful. It prompts sensations of insecurity and worry. And it tends to be in these insecure moments where I see folks really jump to conclusions. They feel pressured to take action, to do something, to fix the problem right away because they want to get out of their uncomfortable feeling state. And so they believe that their current feeling state is an indication of the quality of and the future of the relationship, or they believe their current feeling state is a reflection of their own self-worth. But what if that isn't actually what's going on? What if all of us, you, me, your partner, your loved ones, everyone is just having a dynamic human experience that we're all living in a moment to moment perceptual reality. So if that's the case, isn't it completely natural and normal? For all of us, including your partner, including you, to experience low moods, i.e. irritability, sadness, anger, boredom, frustration, etc. What if our feelings only represent 100% of the time our state of mind in the moment and that 0% of the time our feelings have nothing to do with anything other than thought in the moment, interpretation in the moment. Now, just because how we feel is always an inside job that's mostly unconscious as we've talked about, even though how we feel is manufactured 100% of the time internally, it does not mean that we shouldn't take action or say anything, for instance, if someone hits us, belittles us, or treats us poorly. So I'm not saying that just because it's an inside-out job that people shouldn't be responsible for their actions or set appropriate boundaries with folks or do whatever common sense is telling them to do in the moment, like leave an abusive person or relationship. On the contrary, again, when we acknowledge the logic of our thinking-feeling system and how it works, it actually tends to make us more responsive, more present and attentive to what's going on. So we're no longer digging our heads in the sand, making rationalizations for people. We're naturally brought to a broader perspective in which we can deal with whatever we're faced with, with less on our minds, with a clearer mind and act in more safe and appropriate ways to our particular situation. This is because when we misattribute where our feelings are coming from, i.e. when we believe they're coming directly from situations and other people, that there is no middleman of interpretation, which, again, we know cannot logically ever occur. (laughs) But when we misattribute that and we think our feelings are coming from a partner or circumstance, 
you spend a lot of time in irrelevant, unhelpful, and even egotistical judgmental thinking. We add so much busyness and heaviness to our lives instead of embracing the dynamic nature of being human. We're not realizing that we're looking at the wrong source of feeling. Again, this, this was like when medical professionals were trying to stop bad smells to prevent illness instead of washing their hands before a surgery. The second action is much more to the point, and it's much more effective in dealing with the issues and problems at hand. So if we believe our sense of love and security is out there, that we always have to manipulate the outer world in order to feel better, that we have to rush and go fix this thing or that thing or that person, it really becomes a rat race onto itself in which we're compulsively thinking about what to work on and what to fix next. Remember that hedonistic treadmill from week one where human beings don't tend to ever feel like they have enough, that they're always striving for more and more. It it can be very much the same way when it comes to love and relationships. Either we're afraid and we worry about losing love or we're striving like a dog to gain love. And when folks follow this model for love, again, it's only common sense that people would not be able to stop overthinking, that they wouldn't be able to get quiet or shut their minds off. How could you, from this model, the world is unpredictable and scary. And so a person has to do everything that they can in their power to protect themselves and get what they want, get the quote unquote love they deserve. Oh boy. If that's ever a recipe for a busy head, I don't know what else is. When it looks like the content of what we are thinking about is causing our feelings and not the thinking itself, of course it looks important to deal with. And from this model, it even looks like love is actually something that can be gained or lost. But love isn't man-made either. Love isn't up to us to try to control or manipulate. Just like thought isn't really up to us to control. It's enough and it's even more powerful to see the nature of thought, to see the nature of love, to see the nature and truth of separate realities. Because our dynamic experience is a natural law. It isn't man-made. We were built to have a dynamic human experience with a whole range of moods and emotions. And none of this is personal. None of this was man-made by us. Energy, the truth that every one of us will continue to have a dynamic human experience from our first to our last breath, is a natural phenomena we cannot control or change. So we all experience a wide variety of moods and emotions. Even the Dalai Lama still admits he gets angry for goodness sake. So blaming ourselves or our partners for feeling bad, sad, angry, being too negative, quote unquote, when we feel bad about being insecure or eating that second cake or being cranky, or when we feel bad for feeling unloved, 
and we try to control our thinking and think more positively, or we try to control our energy to be more positive. It's like taking (laughs) a tennis racket to the ocean when the waves are high and trying to smack the waves into submission. You may feel that it's a productive effort, but it's really unnecessary because the ocean waves will naturally have times where they're more stormy and the waves are higher. And there'll be other times when naturally the oceans are more calm, just like your own individual feelings and emotions. Mmm, what a dynamically juicy deep dive. Thank you so much, Amy. That was wonderful. Whatever it was that resonated for you, let's speak into that with a mantra. Today's mantra is all problem problems, plural, (laughs) human after all, all problems are temporary. Let's repeat that three times together. All problems are temporary. All problems are temporary. All problems are temporary. All right, let's dive into some science inspiration for the day. One from the book, The Brain That Changes Itself by uh, Dr. Norman Dioge and uh, a study called Adult Neuroplasticity, More Than 40 Years of Research, Neuroplasticity, Volume 2014. And these, these sources state that our brains never stop changing. It's cool to realize this, that our brains change structure and function in response to mental experience and also to our external environment. They're not this fixed thing. They are constantly changing, rewiring themselves. Beautiful stuff. All right. Our quote from the day comes from Norman Diodge, who says, All of us have worries. We worry because we are intelligent beings. Intelligence predicts that it is essence. The same intelligence that allows us to plan, hope, imagine and hypothesize also allows us to worry and anticipate negative outcomes. So with that, diving into our journal prompt for the day, bust that pen and pad out and start to bring to mind a time when you were in a bad mood and felt the urgency to get out of a feeling, uh, get out of that feeling, get out of feeling that way. When you were in a bad mood. And now, returning to that that moment, what ultimately happened when you ignore or push away a natural, uncomfortable thought or emotion? So I'll give you a chance to hit pause, to reflect on this, a time when you We're in an uncomfortable situation, a bad mood, and felt the urgency to getting out of feeling like that. And then what ultimately happened when you ignored or pushed that emotion away? So go ahead and hit pause and 
journal on that for a little bit. Welcome back. For me, when I felt the urgency to get out of a bad mood, I looked to distract myself. Snacks, music, projects, really anything just to busy myself from the feeling. Only, it doesn't seem to resolve anything. That, that feeling lingers, it stays in the body, just waiting to be heard and felt. And if left unfelt, it can manifest into a physical ailment among other adversities. So knowing this and witnessing this fruitful transformation of an uncomfortable situation, I am now much more inspired to be with the discomfort, offering all the love I can so that it may blossom into the wondrous gift that it is. It's quite beautiful. Quite beautiful. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. We have one last farewell from Amy Leo bidding us adieu onto this wonderful dynamic journey into the day. So here is Amy. Again, I encourage you not to miss the profound nature about what I'm directing you to investigate. This is a really good example of something that intellectually seems like common sense, but the implications, the results, the impact only occurs when someone sees this in real time in their own life. And so as you navigate through life questioning this assumption of where feelings come from and looking more towards a logical explanation and framework, you may naturally begin to find yourself thinking differently. It likely is not something that you have to force. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we continue to look at, at the most fundamental level, where our feelings come from and how knowing that at a core level, at a level of truth, at a level of principle, at a level of natural law, how that can impact one's relationship with others and vice versa. Until tomorrow, stay curious, take care of yourself, and keep rocking. Keep rocking is what we do. Thank you so much, Amy. Another beautiful session on the intention. I am dynamic, inspired today to offer more love to all the feels that arise. To allow, to allow my initial response to these feels to be just that loving curiosity in this wonderful dynamic experience of humaning. So enjoy the day. Tomorrow we will be diving into the intention, I am sacred. Mm, looking forward to that one. Until then, enjoy the day and enjoy this song. Technicolor Beat by O Wonder. Lay down.
Thank you. 